On behalf of uh, Chad and Nancy, I just want to say thank you to each one of you for being here tonight. It is a gift to them to have your presence here with them. It's an expression of love uh, to them, and it's very special that you are here tonight uh, for this time. And uh, by the way, my name is Keith Dollar, and I am the lead campus pastor here. And about a year, a little over a year ago, uh, a group of us from City Church International Dallas stepped out of our comfort zone and moved over this way and started having church here and reaching out and focusing in in this community for the sake of this community to make an impact in this community. Here at City Church, we uh, our vision is to know Jesus, love people, and impact your world. And that's what we're about. Chad and Nancy have that heart, have that DNA, and they want to make an impact in Ethiopia. And we get, many of us here tonight, get to partner with that work that God is going to do there through their lives. Amen? So I have a short word that I'd like to share. And then we are going to, I'm going to ask the parents to come up and they, they're going to share. And then we're going to lay hands on them and we are going to bless them. You, you know, we've been doing a series in the book of Mark on Sunday mornings. And uh, just this, this morning I preached on Mark chapter 10. Uh, the second half of it, and I thought I would take the first half of this, and I thought it was very applicable to this occasion. Perhaps, I don't know if everybody here is a Christian or not, but for a non-Christian, somebody who doesn't know Jesus, what Chad and Nancy are doing seems a little bit crazy, right? And, and maybe some of the family members here uh, tonight maybe even question, uh, friends or family question, like, what are you doing, moving on the other side of the world, uh, leaving all this, all these relationships here, not that, yeah, leaving the comfort of this, this place that we have here in America, leaving the, the security, uh, the, the, the comfort zone that they have. And so I just want to focus in on following Jesus because it is worth it. Following Jesus is worth it. Okay. And I just want to remind the Bradleys That it's worth it. And I want to remind you all who are here tonight that following Jesus is worth it. And in chapter 10 of Mark, we have an example of a person who didn't think it was worth it to follow Jesus and a group of people who thought it was worth it to follow Jesus. So in Mark chapter 10, verse 17, it says this. As he was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. And you know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he said to him, teacher, all these I have kept from my youth. And Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, you lack one thing. Go sell all that you have and give it to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. Disheartened by this saying, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how difficult it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words. But Jesus said to them, children, how difficult is it to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And they were exceedingly astonished at him and and said to him, then who can be saved? 
And Jesus looked at them and said, With man it is impossible, but not with God. For all things are possible with God. And Peter began to say to them, See, we've left everything and followed you. And Jesus said, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters, mother or father, children or lands for my sake and for the gospel, who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with, with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. And so tonight, Chad and Nancy are saying goodbye and leaving brothers, sisters, father, mother, land, leaving their comfort zone because they believe Jesus is worth it, and they believe it's worth it to follow him. In this text, we have this rich young ruler who had great possessions and he was a moral, he had some great things going on morally. He seemed like a great guy, but Jesus challenged him. He loved him and, and he challenged him. He said, there's one thing you lack. Go sell all your possessions. Give it to the poor. Come follow me. And so as we, as we celebrate and, and send the, the Bradleys to Ethiopia, I also want to challenge everybody here tonight. To follow Jesus like the Bradleys are following Jesus. Doesn't mean that you're going to go to Ethiopia. But following Jesus means that we live on mission for him. And you don't have to cross the sea to do that. Okay, you can live on mission with Jesus right where you're at. I want to just briefly just mention a couple things of what does it mean to follow Jesus and why we should follow him. Following Jesus means that you commit to being with him and living on mission with him. Jesus' disciples left everything. They left their family business. They left their comfort zone. They, they left it to follow Jesus because they saw that he was worth it. The contrast is this rich young ruler who didn't think that Jesus was worth it compared to his riches. But Jesus is worth it. He's greater than any riches. Following Jesus means that you trust him and him alone. Jesus warned us against trusting in our riches. There's a lot of little saviors that we can trust in. And Jesus calls us to trust in him. Following Jesus means that we trust him and trust him alone. And if you haven't come to the place where you've trusted in Jesus, I urge you to do so today. You know, we usually don't have this many people here on Sunday. So I'm like, I really want to preach right now. I am preaching right now. I'm like trying to seize this moment. We got some folks in here. We're going to preach. You know, I think it's significant that the Bradleys named their child, their daughter, Faith. Chad and Nancy are stepping out in faith. The Christian life is a daily walk of living by faith in Jesus, the Son of God, who gave him his life for us. But they're taking a big step of faith here. They're trusting God. Their life is in Jesus' hands, and they consider Jesus to be worth it. Following Jesus means that you serve and you suffer and you sacrifice like Jesus. That was my sermon today. And following Jesus means that you migrate away from power, wealth, comfort, security, and you deny yourself and you take up your cross. Many of us like to wear crosses on our neck, but we don't like to bear them on our backs. Beware of a Christianity that does, of, of, of accepting a Christianity that doesn't have a cross to bear. Jesus 
took our sins on the, on the cross for us. He died in our place, but then he calls us to take up our own cross and follow him. Salvation is a free gift, but following Jesus may cost you and I everything, and he is worth it. So why is Jesus worth it? Why is it worth it to follow Jesus? Jesus mentions in this passage this new community because there are rewards in this life and in the life to come. God is a rewarder. And he will reward those who forsake everything to follow him in this life and in the life to come. Uh, Jesus says that, that, they, that those who've left everything would have other brothers, sisters, father, children, lands in following him with persecutions. There is a new community of faith that Christians have. When you become a Christian, you are brought into the family of God. In Mark chapter 3, Jesus was told that his mother and, and family was there. And he said, hey, who, who is my mother, brother? And he says, he who does the will of the Father is my mother, brother. And you see, we as Christians, those who follow, have left family and lands and, and left things to follow Jesus we inherit a new community of faith. The Bradleys are going to go to Ethiopia. And the Ethiopian people, from what I understand, are a very hospitable people, very welcoming people. There are brothers and sisters and fathers and, and mothers and, and land and houses that will gladly welcome the Bradleys in. There are Christians there. There, there, are, there are other family members there. That, they, that God will bless them with. That though, though they may be leaving family here and friends here, God will give them family, multiply family and blessing to them here in this life. I mean, notice that Jesus says in this age and in the age to come, there's reward. Uh, there's, a, there's also treasure in heaven. Uh, for the Christian, we, we store up treasures in heaven, right? We, we send it up. And so we, we store our treasures in heaven. And by what Chad and Nancy are doing, they are storing up their treasures in heaven, following Jesus. The way that they're doing this, they're, they're, they're living for Him, following Him. Two, two other things. One is we, we get life eternal. This is why, why it's worth it to follow Jesus. Because when we come to Jesus and we follow Him, we get life. We get eternal life. There is a resurrection that each one of us will experience. But we will get new bodies and we will live eternally with Christ. Those of us who are believers and followers of Jesus, we will get new bodies, no more disease, no more decay, no more hurricanes, no more war, no more pain or sorrow or suffering, a world of perfect love and peace and joy for all eternity. We get that. When we follow Jesus, there's a resurrection and Jesus is coming back. I think one of the greatest rewards that, that, that we can have as Christians is when we see Jesus face to face, when he returns and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. I've seen the Bradleys serve God faithfully and serve the church faithfully here. And they're going to do that same thing in Ethiopia. They're going to serve the Lord there. Jesus says this. He says, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life would lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's sake will save it. What is it? What profit for a man to gain the whole world 
and forfeit his, his soul. For what can a man give in return for his soul? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him, the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in glory, in the glory of his Father and with the holy angels. Jesus is coming back. We sang about that here tonight. He's coming back. We're going to see him. And when the Bradleys see Jesus, it's going to be worth it. Their sacrifice that they're making to go is going to be worth it. Amen? Amen. So I am done with my sermon here. At this time, I am going to uh, ask um, the dads. So actually, let's, let's have the, the moms, his mother. And I just, I, I'd like to open up this time to, for them to share a little bit and just speak a blessing. Uh, and then we are going to pray over them. I don't know. I feel uncomfortable going first. <laughs> so I just want to say that as hard as this is for me and for many of us, I know that Nancy's been preparing for this day her entire life. From the time that she was a little girl orchestrating things and making little nests and homemaking and from the time that she was directing all of us and kind of ruling the roost (laughs) to learning as she got older how to do that with such grace and then how to do that with such compassion. I just have loved and admired so much the woman that you've become. And then to find this partner and companion in life with the wisdom and the insight and the grounding. And then I know this angel in our lives. Um, I know you guys make it look so easy sometimes, but I know that your struggles. Can you help me? Come help me. But I know that your, your struggles, you constantly course correct. And I admire so much how the two of you constantly work toward your true compass. And knowing that you're grounded and your direction in life is the same, it gives me such peace. And I remember a long time ago reading a random John Grisham book called The Testament, and it was so unusual for him, but it was about how this lawyer became a believer because in trying to search for this missionary down in South America, she just lived her life so pure that you couldn't know her and not want to be a better person and not want to be a better Christian. And so for me, the two of you exemplify what my belief in Christianity is about. You live what so many of us drive and try to be and it's through watching you that I feel like I try to be a better person and I just want you to know that I couldn't possibly love you more and I just want you to know that I send you out with every ounce of love and compassion that I possibly could for both of you and I'm just grateful for the time I've gotten to spend with your precious precious baby and thank you for for all that you've shared with us so thank you very good. Thank you, sweet chat's mother. 
That'd be great. That was so well said. And moms cry. (laughs) And if I get through this, it will be a miracle. But um, today in, in church service, they talked about the salt and the light. And truly, you are the salt and the light. I believe that. And Didi said everything that my heart feels. And I'm not going to repeat it, but I have a poem that I'm going to just read. Commissioning night is in sight. Chad, Nancy, and Faith are about to take flight to serve God willingly, no doubt thrillingly. The one who is called Chancellor, Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. As a church and family, we come together in praise to show you how we will follow you always. Through Ethiopian terrain, which is full of God's rain. So as the three of you take to air, we will take to prayer. I love you kids as much as any mom possibly can. So take this little poem in hand and return to uh, return back to us as soon as you can. <laughs> I love you. Amen. Um, let's see. Yes, sir. Well, there's a there's a moment that's frozen in my mind, and it's few years back we were in church in San Angelo and uh, Chad was sitting there and Nancy was sitting here and I was sitting here and Pastor Jim we finished singing and Pastor Jim said let's pray and I reached for Nancy's hand like I've done for 27 years and she's always grabbed it but as I reached for Nancy's hand she reached for Chad's hand (laughs) and I, I said under my breath I thought And the torch has passed. Well, Chad heard that. (laughs) And, uh, but you know, there's a difference today and then, Chad, because you got one of those. And you know how much I love mine. You love yours more than than anybody can even express. And uh, I love you very, very, very much, Nancy. And like her mother said, that uh, Nancy's been preparing for this for a long time. I know Chad has too, but when she was 13, I think she was 13, we went to a a Choir of the Fire concert. And uh, we were, you know, kind of experienced. There was a a song at that time by Audio Adrenaline. And we had a VHS of this thing. And we watched it a million times. It's called Hands and Feet. And it's, At the end, it's just, I will go, I will go. And I always thought, you know, I will go, but here it is, 17 years later. You know, and when we were in Johnson City, uh, we had the song that we sang all the time, almost every every Sunday. It was uh, Isaiah 6, 8, where it says, "Whom whom will I send? And everybody in the church is raising their hand. Send me, I will go, send me. Well, you guys are... Guys are actually doing that. God said, "Who will I send?" And y'all answered the call. 
And uh, I remember telling Nancy years ago, whenever she was going on those mission trips, people were saying, you don't want to do this full time. You can do so much. I said, if God's calling you, you answer. And here you all are. You've answered. And I try not to think about it very much because when I do, I cry. And I, so I just put it out of my mind. But uh, Chad, you got two of the most precious things in the world that you're taking with you. The most precious things that I've got, you know. So I'm I'm charging you with their with their pr- protection. <laughs> and uh, I know that I know that that God's got absolutely most wonderful things for y'all in the future. And this is just the beginning. And I'm glad that I'm going to be able to experience it. I love y'all very much. We have some tissues back there if anybody needs some. Hi, I'm Chad's dad. I like history, so I thought I'd give you all a little background on how all this came about because it's just not every young couple of less than five years of marriage heads for Ethiopia with their one-year-old child. So I call this a love story. Chad fell in love with the Lord in April of 2009 at an Emmaus walk, walk number 67. I was working the walk, so I was able to experience his falling in love. The spiritual theme of that walk was Hebrews 11.1, which says, Now faith is confident in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. These kids are embarking with tremendous faith. Chad fell in love with Nancy in September of 2012, about three years after he'd been on his walk. They met the first day of class at Dallas Theological Seminary, waiting in line to purchase their books. When Chad introduced us to Nancy about three weeks later at our church in McKinney, I'll never forget this. Sally and I looked at each other and said rather emphatically, they're going to get married. And surely they did. Just four months later, in January of 2013, in January of 2013, on April 29th of 2016, Faith Ann was born. And Faith Ann is a love story unto herself. The next love story involves the people of Ethiopia. Chad's mentor and dear friend at Dallas Theological Seminary, Vic Anderson, has spent many years ministering the folks in Ethiopia and has a relationship there that is probably unequaled. He convinced Chad and Nancy to visit, which he did, which they did for a brief period, six weeks in the summer of 2015. But it was very impactful. They fell in love at that time with the people of Ethiopia. 
Now they are about to embark on a journey of love, a pouring out of themselves, if you will, which will glorify God by equipping His church in Ethiopia. I know how much love is present in this room for Chad, Nancy, and Faith Ann. I know that many of us have hearts that are a tad bit heavier right now than usual. And that is the reason that we all must trust in the sureness of God the way these two guys do and are and always will. Their vision of the past many months is now almost less than 24 hours away from becoming a reality. Let us each thrill in the awareness that this great godly adventure is His plan for this family and that His love for them will prevail always. In closing, I offer the words of the esteemed author and theologian, Frederick Beekner, who today is 91 years old. He said this, The place God calls you to is the place where deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. Surely he must have known something about Ethiopia. Praise be to God. Amen. Amen. Well said, parents. Thank you all. There were a group of missionaries trying to reach an island um, uh, where there were uh, slaves on the island. And the only way to reach this island was to become a slave yourself. And these Moravian missionaries decided that they would sell themselves to become missionaries on that island. And the story goes that as they were on the boat, going, having sold themselves to reach these people, they said, worthy is the lamb to receive the reward of his suffering. Worthy is the lamb to receive the reward of his suffering. Jesus is worth it. And Chad and Nancy have seen the worth of Jesus, the beauty of Jesus, and they are saying with their actions that Jesus is worth it. They, you guys have been trained for this. You're ready. And God is with you. And now we're going we're gonna to pray for you and pray blessings over you. Um, if you guys would come on up, and we're going to bring two chairs up here. And I want to invite parents, pastors, and anybody else who can gather around. Uh, you don't have to come up, um, but you can uh, sit in your seat and extend your hand to them in the prayer. Pastor Brad, Pastor Greg, uh, we have some other pastors here uh, from San Angelo. Come on up, pastors, parents, family. I don't want to leave anybody out. If you guys would extend your hands. Father, we thank you for Chad and Nancy and Faith. We thank you that they have given you their yes. They have given you their lives to be offered up as a living sacrifice for, for the gospel's sake, for your sake, Jesus, for the sake of the people of Ethiopia.
to train and teach and proclaim the gospel there that many might be saved. And so, Lord, we ask that tonight you would fill them with your spirit and your power, with your joy and your peace. Send them out with joy and peace. Send them out with blessing. Let your blessing rest upon their lives, God. Protect them. Be with them. May they remember the promise of your presence, as Jesus said when he commissioned his disciples to go make disciples. He said, Lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. May Chad and Nancy sense and experience your presence, Father, with them. May they be comforted by that, encouraged by that. May they see your mighty hand working in hearts, opening hearts, opening blind eyes. And may they see your kingdom advance in Ethiopia. May they see your gospel spread like wildfire there. And disciples be added to the church and multiplied to the church, Father. We ask these things in Jesus' name. So in First Chronicles 16, it says, Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Each day proclaim the good news that he saves. Publish his glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things that he does. So will you just show them the amazing things that you have done? And will you give them the conduit? Will you give them... The method, the way to reach people for you, for your glory. It talks about, it says talking, it says publishing, it says tell. So, Lord, just whatever way that looks like. I know they'll be going through a period of training and really developing uh, what it looks like exactly for the, them there. So, Lord, will you just show that to them? Will you give them strength in this season as they travel over there and it's exciting and new but then this thing settle down will you just remind them over and over and over again of the amazing things that you have done in their lives and the amazing stories that they can share with other people we bless them we send them out for your glory in jesus name and father we are so grateful for the faithfulness First of all, your faithfulness in Chad and Nancy's life and then their faithfulness to you. God, I just see this beautiful picture of a faithful family, wholly devoted, willing to just say yes and to step with you and that they have your hand. They're walking with you and you've got their back and we thank you, Lord, for that. And in Psalm 67, we just pray this over Chad and Nancy, may God be merciful and bless you and may his face smile with favor on you. May God's ways be known throughout the earth and his saving power among the people everywhere. And Lord, specifically, we ask in Ethiopia, may the nation of Ethiopia praise you, O God. Yes, may the nation of Ethiopia praise you. Let the whole nation sing for joy because you govern the nation of Ethiopia with justice and guide the people of the whole world. And may the nation of Ethiopia praise you, O God, and the nations praise you. Then the earth will yield its harvest, and you, God, will richly bless them. Yes, you will bless them and the people of Ethiopia who fear him. Lord, we thank you, God, that you are moving 
even to go before them, to strengthen them on this journey and open hearts to the good news that you came close. You laid aside the splendors of heaven. You clothed yourself in humanity and you came close to us to show us your great love. Living that sinless life, you died the death that we deserve. The wrath of God poured out on us. You took in our place, Jesus. And we're so grateful for your amazing sacrifice demonstrated for us. And now through these two precious, um, really spirit-led, spirit-filled individuals, you are going to shine forth that glorious gospel into this land. And we pray that your kingdom would come and that your will would be done on earth in Ethiopia as it is in heaven, in Jesus' name. Indeed, our Father, few things make your heart smile, like seeing your children share your passion to see the image of God fill the earth. And so we share your joy. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to be part of this. Indeed, Lord, we have confidence that you will take Chad and Nancy and put them on the pathways that you will have for them. You will give them perseverance and endurance. We believe that. You'll give them faith. You'll give them love for each other and for the people of Ethiopia. And, Father, we pray that you will give them great love for you. May they go through these experiences with um, increasing grace and faith and joy in their own lives. So as many have said, we, we, we implore you for your blessing upon them. May these be great days for them and for all who will be in contact with them. For Jesus' sake we pray. Amen. If you know the Lord's blessing in number six, would you join us together in saying this, speaking this blessing over them? Number 624. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you and lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. If we could just close this time and singing, if you know it, I have decided to follow Jesus. 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 No turning back, no turning back. The cross before me, the cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me, no turning back, no turning back. Though none go with me, though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still 
I will follow. No turning back. No turning back. Amen. Thank you, friends and family. Make sure and get your hugs and blessings and communicate how much you love and appreciate Chad and Nancy. And again, I want to thank everyone for for being here.